I'm Marcy Ferry, and this is the Mindful Content Creator Podcast, a podcast for creators and creatives who are tired of the hustle and grind of content creation and who would rather create in flow with their own creative process. Here we focus less on the business of content creation and more on creating content that inspires us and has a lasting impact on the people it reaches. For us, the priority is storytelling over selling and community building over marketing. It's all about soul and intuition-led creation, not using a one-size-fits-all formula. We each have a story we came here to tell. We each have messages only we can share and that our community needs to hear. And this is where we come together to explore how to do that all while having fun, being true to ourselves, and staying in flow. Welcome to our sacred creation space. Hello, creators, and welcome back. This is episode seven of the Mindful Content Creator podcast, and this week we're focusing on inspiration for content creation. How can we get inspired to create and to create mindfully? Finding inspiration when we need it, whether it's for our creations in general or for our content, can sometimes be challenging. No matter how much we love what we do, we all go through some down or slower times when we just aren't feeling it. And that's when it's easy to fall into the things that aren't really in alignment with us, because what we want is to get unstuck and fast. We don't want to feel like we're falling behind, especially since it can feel like we're expected to produce content every single day. When we feel uninspired or stuck, we end up stumbling into one of the many resources out there that tells us what kinds of content to create and how especially if we want to beat the algorithm or cut through the noise. A lot of these tell us to obsessively follow the trends and to jump on them, especially when it comes to social media. It can feel like a race to take on the next trending topic or to get on the newest platform. But to me, racing to get ahead or onto what's popular isn't really creative inspiration. Most of the time, it just makes me feel perpetually behind. And in the time you spend researching what's trending, you unfortunately have to take in a whole lot of garbage content. So how do we get genuinely inspired when we are stuck or not sure what to say, how to say it, or who to say it to? In my experience, inspiration comes from following my joy and curiosity. Even something I explore that's completely unrelated to my creations can inspire an idea, directly or indirectly. And taking these routes for inspiration can take a little more time than we might be used to or like in the world that we live in now, which is all about instant gratification and urgency. But I've always subscribed to the belief that if you don't really have anything to say, don't say anything. I was the kid in school who couldn't stand class participation and discussions, especially in what was my favorite class, English. What I couldn't stand about class discussions was that it was always the same few people who talked often and loudly, even if their contributions were just a repeat of what someone else said or they were half thought out. I feel like social media is a little like this, with people just recklessly posting in attempts to be heard above the rest. When it comes to big group discussions, I wanted to speak only when I really had something to say, when I had something new and perhaps valuable to add to the conversation. But to constantly fight to be heard among the loudest people in the room was exhausting to me, and that carries into my life now. It just doesn't feel worth it. If I speak, you'll know it is because I truly have something I want and need to say. So if you feel stuck and uninspired, but also feel the pressure to get something out there right now, Try your best not to force yourself to do something you aren't feeling ready for. Instead, go to your sources of inspiration and spend some quality time there first. And when it comes to following the trends in order to get more eyes on your content, also do this with caution. Maybe sometimes a trend will spark something in you that you are really excited to create, and that's great. Follow that and put your own unique spin on it. And if that feels icky to you, let it go. All trends started somewhere with someone creating something totally unique, and that person could be you. 
but if you spend all of your time following everyone else's lead on content, it's not likely you'll be that person, and your own creativity may be stifled in the process. When you're a beginner, imitation can be helpful for sure, but as you advance, you'll want to find your own style. Everyone's preferred sources of inspiration are different, but I'm going to list off a few possibilities that you can tailor to your needs and creative process. Some might work one week and not the next, but that's why we all have more than one source of inspiration. So I'm going to give you 10 possible sources. Number one, taking in other content that's either related or completely unrelated to what you talk about or create. This might seem at odds with what I said earlier about following trends, but as I mentioned, seeing what someone else did could sometimes truly inspire you. It's about understanding when you're inspired to do your own unique take on something and when you're doing it out of a sense of obligation or to simply ride the wave. Also, this is a big one for me, but seeing poorly done content or content that isn't as well thought out can be a source of inspiration. Or perhaps not that it's not well done, but that it misses something or fails to take into consideration another perspective that you can offer or comment on. This has inspired me numerous times to jot down a topic and then eventually turn that into an essay or a blog post or a social post. Think of it as an opportunity to make it right, to create balance by highlighting what had been missing from the conversation. And by other content, I don't just mean social media or other content you find on the internet. Books can also be a big source of inspiration, and it's why I have an overflowing bookshelf now. I always keep post-it notes nearby when I'm reading so I can mark pages and jot down some notes when a hit of inspiration comes. Number two, any questions or comments from others that you get on your content or that you see on other people's content. So many times my own community members have said something in response to something I created that then sparks an idea for another creation. I love when this happens because it feels like we're really in a conversation with each other. You can also get inspired by a question or a comment on another person's post. Like I was just talking about, this hints at something that was missing in the conversation, and now you can add to that conversation with your perspective. Number three, engage with other forms of art, whether it is taking it in or doing it yourself. So if you are primarily a writer, go to a gallery or a museum and take in paintings, drawings, or sculptures, or even draw or paint yourself. If you primarily make videos or paint, then turn to a good book, like I mentioned earlier, or you can take in some music. I love to listen to sound healing or meditative music, and that just allows those ideas to come to me through the sound. You could also, of course, make your own music, and I sometimes like to do that too with sound healing bowls and things like that. And number four, meditate, whatever that might look like for you. Take some time to get quiet and tune in, whether you sit in silence or use music or a guided track. This could also include breath work if that's something you enjoy. Whatever helps you settle and calm the chatter in the mind. Honestly, I think this is why a lot of people have ideas when they're in the shower, which I definitely do too. It's kind of a forced time to stop engaging with the outside world and just be with yourself, and it can be meditative in its own way. So whatever is meditative to you, seek that out when you're feeling uninspired. Number five, movement. This could be yoga, dance, walking, running, or any form of exercise. Sometimes getting out of our minds and into our bodies is exactly what we need in order to reset and let the ideas come in. My yoga practice has certainly helped me be more creative. Number six, get outside and get into nature. If it's really hot or cold where you are on a particular day, then try bringing some of the outdoors in by having plants or even images of nature in your space. This can help breathe fresh life into you and your creative practice. Number seven, engage in a spiritual ritual or experience to get in touch with your higher self or spirit team. 
There are so many options just within this alone that we could spend a whole episode talking about, but I'll just do some highlights here. You could do a ritual with lighting a candle, bringing in certain scents or crystals, having certain colors around you. I personally work with oracle and tarot cards, and I usually journal with them as I explore the possible message that the cards are bringing to me. And many times these have led to ideas for posts, essays, and blogs. Number eight, journaling or using prompts. Sometimes you just need the right question to get you going, and that's why I love journaling. And this is also why I provide weekly prompts to the Mindful Content Creator community. These aren't just one-and-done questions. I actually spend a good amount of time crafting these, giving you several paths to explore, to bring out a story, and to then turn it into usable content. And this is completely free, by the way. I don't have a paid tier yet on Substack. I probably will at some point. But those prompts are free to look at. You get access to all the ones I've sent previously to once you've subscribed. So if you want to try using prompts to generate content, go ahead and subscribe on Substack. I will leave that link in the show notes. And I also have a second podcast that's focused purely on journaling, and it's called The Soul Journaling Sessions. And I send out prompts there every week as well. You can also find that one on Substack, and I'll put that link in the show notes. Journaling can help you keep in the practice of creating, even if a lot of it doesn't end up being usable content. When you have some type of regular creative practice, it helps keep you in the flow when it's time to create content that you actually want to share. So if you're only creating when you need to share, it might feel more forced and you might feel more out of rhythm because there's pressure to create something polished and good. So I recommend having a practice like journaling to keep the flow of creation and observation going. Number nine, engage in conversation. Join creative groups or groups centered around an interest that you have or simply talk to your friends. Heck, even eavesdrop on other people's conversations. There can be gems in everyday conversations. Plus, sometimes you really just need to talk it out in order to get the ideas flowing. And finally, number 10, rest. When you're uninspired, sometimes you really just need to rest and take a break. And rest doesn't have to be sleep, though it could be. Rest can be just sitting and doing nothing or turning on a favorite show or movie and zoning out. Let yourself just be and come at it again after you've taken some time to yourself and for yourself. We don't always have to be focused on output. It's more than okay, and it's even necessary to rest and take a break. So those are 10 possible sources of inspiration. You can give one or more of them a try and make the adjustments you need to make them work for you. And above all, remember to have fun with this. Follow your joy and curiosity because it can't lead you to the wrong place. Do you have any other sources of inspiration that I didn't list here? Or perhaps you have certain people who inspire you. Please feel free to share that with our community over on Substack at themindfulcontentcreator.substack.com. You can leave a comment on the post for this episode, and again, that link will be in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. I'll connect with all of you again soon, and in the meantime, enjoy your next hit of inspiration. You've been listening to the Mindful Content Creator Podcast. If this episode spoke to you, I invite you to join the community over on Substack. Each week, I'll send out the episode and a prompt to help you create content, along with other bonus material. You can also participate in the chat and share your ideas with me and other fellow mindful content creators. Subscribe now at themindfulcontentcreator.substack.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram for additional insights and inspiration. You can find me at the Mystical Fairy with fairy spelled F-A-R-R-E-Y. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe and leave a review if you feel called. Now go out into the world and create meaningful content that brings you joy. See you next time.